Welcome, everybody. The live trade show on a Wednesday night. Good to see the comments piling in nice and early on YouTube. Welcome to everyone there and Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and wherever else you're watching around the interwebs. I've had a seat change, fellas. I'm not in my usual chair. I've uh, no. just sat back a bit. I'm at the workstation. So how are we, gents? Clean shaven CB? Yeah, bringing sexy back early, mate. Springs yeah. in, so the scum. I love gone. how you love. I love how you. Love. Oh, uh, he's been. Yeah, we'll have to see hey. if we can get ticks back. There, he's just dropped out. Surely we can't have a power outage in the park. No way. We can't be. We can't be that unlucky on a Wednesday night when we're doing a trade. Hang on. This computer's the Star Trek machine, mate. It's like a the Star nine, Trek. The nine thousand dollar. The nine thousand dollar computer. Fucking hell! Hang on. I'll see if we can get him back in. Oh, oh you back there. Oh, we've got you back. Oh. We've got you back. It was John no, Ralph. John Ralph. I called him at my power box. The prick tried to turn my internet off. CB, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <yeah>, how... <laughs> thanks for the nice video promo you made today. That was very yeah. good of you. Thought I'd just branch out a little bit, you know. I, yeah. I had a couple of ideas in my head, but unfortunately, I, I had to leave the office and go actually do my job, which was disturbing in, in itself. But um, I had another plan in my head to do a promo for the uh, trade show, but you just had to settle with me uh, warming up the larynx and yeah, uh, like Dr. Trades. To be honest with you, CB, um, you know, full transparency, mate, I rubbed one out to it, so it was brilliant. Yeah, the one at the well, end. I hope, hope we, our relationship's now not, not awkward. You know, it was just you shaving. You, you had that little still, still growing there, which is nice. Yeah, Shannon I'm sure Noel, the ladies mate. appreciate that. Shannon Noel. And, and what how, about me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how are you going, Tiggs? Are you going well? The pressure's yeah, on you. Yeah, CB yeah, and I are here for our looks tonight, so. Yeah, yeah no, going really well. We've been looking forward to doing this. And, you know, like I've, I hope people appreciate the work. Oh, no, I know they appreciate the work that's gone involved with it. I've tried to narrow it down. I've got like a realistics um, section I've got, which I realistically think something might happen. Um, and if it doesn't, it will break later. That will, will balls deep, if I can use that expression. I've got um, I've got um, some players that we're keeping an eye on as well that, you know, um, and I've also got next year who I think if we can't shake the tree this year, it'll hopefully most likely well. Um, something might happen the year after. Um, yeah, we're going to be pretty active um, in the sense that we can be draft, we can be trade. Um, we've got a plan A, we've got a plan B. But I really had a fantastic chat with um, the analytics about how clubs, when they recruit and also target, which I'm going to love to share with everyone as people start to come on board. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it. Um, before we get stuck into it, I think it's only fair and reasonable. We do speak about Dave Asprey, who did announce yeah, his retirement on the weekend. Um, fantastic career. was 154 games, three premierships, started off as a Ford. I think he kicked two or three goals in debut, and then uh, we found a spot for him down back. And uh, in my tweet, I sort of put out there that he's been the ultimate team player because without him playing the role that he played throughout his career, it didn't allow the ranters of the world, Grimes and all that kind of stuff and Vlosten to do their thing. So his role in our side, I think externally was criminally underrated um, and he's been magnificent for us and full credit to him. And uh, I know we sort of, we flagged it, you know, a little while ago that we, we had a, a feeling this was going to be his last year, but um, definitely still sad to hear that he has pulled the pin, but all the best to Dave in 
in his future. Uh, and Loz, what you said, spot on. For anyone who hasn't watched his speech on the web on the club's website, please do yourself a favour and go and watch it. It's about 16 minutes long, but worth every minute. Um, he's emotional, heartfelt, um, and just really down to earth. And one of the most interesting comments I took from that was his words about rants and the, the, how the media portrayed him, which I thought was quite interesting and very raw and open, fellas. What did you guys make of Dave's career? I yeah, think, um, you go, Sammy. Well, I, I think um, what what a lot of people <coughs> realise was how much of a cultural leader he was at the club. Like everyone talks about, yeah, your Cochins and you know Basher and those guys, but Dave Asprey was a massive part of driving that successful club culture into the premiership years. And um, you talk about a guy who was going to get traded away for a third round pick and a box of stubbies to Brisbane at one stage. And we showed faith and kept him. And, and my God, what a decision in keeping him because he allowed others to be better and um, wonderful. And I think when I think of an image of Dave Asprey, for some reason in my head, the image is always him. He's got someone by the jumper. <laughs> He's just in their face <laughs> snarling. And... Um, if that's how I remember him, apart from um, three premierships, mate. What a what a guy! What a wonderful footballer for our club, and um, a sad, sad day that he's actually retired. Yeah, look, when he was given number twelve, um, which is a big number to feel, um, only a special person could feel that number for me. Um, considering, like I've been up and on, I said, "Big Richo man was my um, hero." Following, you know particularly um, our club, you know, being a supporter on the ground. And when the, nuts, the number was given to Asprey, I thought, yeah, he's got potential, but is he, gonna, is he the same type of character? And I think the effect he's had on the club has probably just as been equal to Richo, but in, more internally than externally. When he was on the field, he was a calming presence, um, criminally underrated by his own supporters to all later in his career. Um, he was rarely beaten. Um, what he lacked for pace, he made up. Um, for footy smarts as well. Um, but, yeah, no, his speech for me was um, – I got my boys to watch it, um, you know, and, and I said to him, look, if you ever want to if you ever want to um, see class, the word what does class mean, um, have a listen to this bloke. So that was nice. The only thing I want to just really just briefly touch on, because I talk in rumours and trades and obviously that's what I do, but what I don't do is talk about malicious gossip. That's why I don't talk about caddy stuff and – and I know people are good-natured and they don't actually see it, but when you tweet or when you post on our forums and and you start spreading these malicious rumours and you don't have any factual proof, it's just what you've heard on Facebook or something like that, and then you print it, then you type a post on it, and then you try to back it up because you put your word, your name to it, um, it can really have an effect. And that's why I'm really sort of cautious, not for the sake, it's just because of our club. I just don't do it in general. Um because with stuff like that, I always, when I post anything, would I like to, someone to say what I'm posting about me? Um, and that's what I, how I generally try to guide myself. So that's just probably my advice to people. You know, I love that he called it out um, as being bullshit. Um, and it's an easy trap to fall into. You know, you hear a rumour, you, you post it, and you hear more of the rumour, you open yourself up to it to start to believe it, and then you're rubbishing a champion and you're rubbishing those that are his good mates. And... It affects people, and, and I and I heard the, the sadness in his voice when he said it, and that's what resonated with me. Um, mm. And I, I, I really just highlight again, not to put a downer on the more, on the night, but just so it gets present with people that hey, um, what you do post actually does matter. You know, just be mindful of that. If you're not sure, uh, or if you haven't got fact, um, 
Don't post it publicly. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. No, well, well said. But yeah, hopefully Dave gets uh, gets up this week. I know he had to drop out last week with a, I think a corky. So hopefully he can play that last game against the Hawks this week and get the the send off he deserves. Which is a shame it won't be in front of a crowd. But he, he yeah. will know that the, the full Tiger Army is one hundred percent right behind him every step of the way. So and I'm sure the club when the when the um, when COVID's finally a distant echo of the past. Um, and we have a full MCG, he's going to be on the car going yeah, around yeah. and he'll get his proper send-off. I hope that happens more uh, more sooner than later, but he deserves it, you know. Yeah. Um, God knows what's going to happen when Cochin retires and then we've got the, the other stalwarts that have taken us up up and forward, you know. They, um, yeah, I'm not saying he's retiring, by the way. Just <laughs> no, no, no. Someone someone's just put uh, – Karen's just put a beauty, a ripping, ripping death. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's look. Sorry, Karen. I didn't mean to go all preachy. It's just it, I, I mentioned when um, uh, CB did Doctor Bloodbath, whatever it was you did, Doctor Blood. I said <laughs> no, no, Blood, I'm going to do Doctor Trades this show. Yes, yeah, so hence, uh, hence what I said it. But uh, no, important message nonetheless. You know, love your work, Karen. All right. Keep it before we get stuck into the trade stuff, uh, make sure you do tag and share this. Pod, well, this episode, wherever you're watching it from, tag your Tiger friends in because it's about to get interesting. Uh, yep. And I always like to welcome to anyone who's new watching the show. Thank you for tuning in. And we always love our, our extended listeners who are tuning in every week, all the regulars. We love you all. Um, we always like to say at the start of these ones that unless said otherwise, unless Tiggs flat out says this person is coming, like he did with the, the Tom Lynch one, which was a bit hard to believe, but yet it did happen. If names are mentioned and things like that, unless that otherwise, these are just names that we're interested in, not necessarily coming to the club. So sometimes there's a lot of confusion around that that gets a bit lost on uh, other parts of the interwebs. And yeah. that's not what's being said. It's simply that there's an interest being expressed, a desire for us to try and get that person to the club. Whether it happens or not, there's a lot of stuff to, to happen um, unless Tig says otherwise. So I want to stress that again because it does get lost in translation sometimes and you know, some people, we know there's people out there who will hear what they want to hear and that's fine. You do, you will yeah. do us. Um, but Tiggs, your strike rate's been pretty good thus far pretty with the names good. that have, names that have come forward. Amazing. So. Oh, I just, you know, I'm not all about modesty, but, you know, it's, um, this is just for the haters out there. I'm, I'm pretty accurate because I make sure that I, I've got, um, sorry, Seba, you were about to say, mate. You were about to say. I was just going to say, and currently we're batting two for two. So we called yeah. Bolton how long ago when everybody else yeah. was trying to scaremonger in the media and we actually called Dave Asprey's retirement about three months ago too. Yeah. Two months yeah. ago. So, so we're batting two for two. Look, look, again, for the new listeners, just real brief, um, I'm like you. I'm like everyone in this in this chat. Um, I love my club, right? Um, but I'm 49 years of age. So being 49 years of age, I've got real, real world experience and I was in the tech space and a few other industries um, and got to know a fair few people and, hey, I'm a joker. For some reason, people like me, right? I tend, to, I tend to keep my word, and if you're a mate of mine, you're a mate of mine for life. And I've made really good friends from that um, that um, have gone into industries that are AFL, and we've always kept close contact. If I say you, I don't have many many friends, but when you when you call the friend of mine, we always keep in touch. So that's how this all sort of grew. And I, I shut my mouth about it because I was getting some stuff for years. I never really bothered to do it. The only time. I started doing this is when the dusty bullshit came out and I wanted to even the playing field a little bit with a bit of truth. Everyone um, started seeing it was all valid. 
everything I was saying was getting printed. Um, after I said it, just for you guys at that other website, it was after I said it, look at the timestamps. And then it, I said, fuck it, I'm going to do it for the average Joe Blow. So take it, anything I say with a pinch of salt, I don't work for the club. I have no um, influence with the club. Um, so I know I don't do the trades, right? But all I can tell you is who I know we've definitely spoken to, uh, if I believe it's advanced or not, because I do have a bit of insight in that, um, and um, and also use my gut, which my intuition out of all this has started over the years has become pretty good. So hopefully that clears everything up. You reckon that's nice and simple, fellas? I've made it pretty easy. Enough of this pussy shit. Let's just rip into it. Let's go. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, listeners, what do you want to hear first? you want to hear the big stuff first or – Actually, no. Before we do that, I'll tell you what I what I did this week because I spent uh, I spent two and a bit weeks on it, um, and I had a zoo couple of Zoom meetings with it, and I actually got to see the what was the word at the time it was the the ana mechanical analytics. I think I can't even read my own writing. Um, what it is apparently, clubs, and I've actually seen the program have a system of where they grade. Um, development, so anyone that they bring in, but prior to bringing them in, they have target skill sets that they look for, right? Richmond's a little bit unique. Most clubs will have zones, so like one, two, and three of certain skills that X person must have um, for them wanting to draft it, right? So that could be kicking, that could be endurance, that could be um, inside ball winning, so on and so forth. By the way, if I'm talking too quick, let me know because I'm conscious everyone's time is valuable, but I really want to do say this out. So there's that. Richmond's unique in the sense that we, and this is a thing, this is an evolution, and what we've decided to do is we only have really one zone that we target for. So we might target for um, uh, ball-winning ability, but we'll have second subcategories. They don't have to be great at outside spread. They don't have to be great at certain other KPIs, but can they be developed? So it's it's the whole computer system, and what it basically does, and once the person's in the system, they put a growth KPI to it, so a development KPI, and then they track how they go based on, you know, if which skill sets that they've rated them, how they've improved, and if they haven't improved or if they've got regressed, and that's how they move people on, so on and so forth. So that was really fascinating for me to see um, and to hear it. And I'll, full disclosure, I've had permission to say this, but I can't say which club and who it was, but I got this from a recruiter's mouth, which I was really fortunate. Actually, I felt like I was working for an AFL club there for the 45 minutes this went on. Um, what I've said at the moment, does it make sense? Because I know I can ramble or speak too quick. Everyone's got what I've said? Yeah, Dean Polo was stiff. <laughs> well, this is the thing. So I asked um, the gentleman who was a, he's a close friend of my close mate. I said, so what are your thoughts about Richmond? How do you think we do it? And he was pretty specific. He said, obviously, judging by how our list makeup is, we value two things above everything else. We value, um, obviously, endurance, so the ability to repeat sprint uh, and keep the ball in motion, keep running. And we actually, funny enough, which I was not aware of, but we do value quite highly kicky penetration. So what he means by that is distance on kick. He said, if you compare our side to most other sites, where it, it rated even beyond elite. We broke new ground. So if you think about it, and I had a look at our list, 
We've got a lot of players that can kick well over 50 metres, if you think about it, particularly the, from a set st- from a stand start and also a running kick can go 90 metres. You know, you've got Vlostens, you've got Mansell's a long kick. You've got a lot of these long kicking. So that's a problem, and that sort of works out to be um, of the fact of, you know, how our game plans was. And then we've got the other things that are important inside ball winning that will grade it and develop. Yeah, well, yeah, bombing the ball. So we've all seen it, but that's example shorts, another one, Paul. So that's a problem. I wasn't present to it when I saw it. I thought, you know, you look for your wingers, you look for your ball team. That's why McIntosh gets a lot of games because he has um, the two um, uh, the two call um, value points. Um, that's why Pickett got recruited, for example, um, so on and so forth. So, um, but, yeah, that's surprising when, when I went through it. So um, so I asked him, so how does that translate? And he's gone, obviously, with the new with the new rules that have come from, that actually those two main points aren't as important now as other things. Um, funny enough, the stand mark rule and the way the game's been officiated inside ball, so there's not that many inside contests, but the actual ability to win contest is more important than ever before. That's clear as day. Every metric will show you that. If you cannot win the ball from a stoppage, you're all fucked. Well, which has been us to a T the last however many months. And it's not just because of Richmond. He said, you're fucked because umpires were allowed a 12 to 15-metre kick, an 8 to 10-metre kick. They were allowed <laughs> Sorry, Steve, I missed it, mate. I was more looking at Michael when he was talking. Yeah, eight, and then they'll get the mark and it resets the play. So you can't build momentum during a game, right? What creates momentum is motion. If the motion keeps on getting stopped, you can't create that momentum. And we're the best side to amplify momentum. So that's what's really hurt us. So um, I said, what was the opinion about how we're going to draft? And he said, well, you see, Richmond, he said, they'll contend for the flag next year, even with the list that they have. So that was pretty nice to hear. And I said, yes, said that because I'm rich. Because no, no. He said, you've had an aberration here. Um, there's been a lot of things that have obviously gone on that he's not aware of, but he said you've had injuries, the amount of injuries and where they've happened have been, you know, abnormal, which is which is true. Midfield, back line, all in one area. So, um, sorry, Steve, I'm trying to speak this up, mate. You've made me self-conscious now to race through this. But I, I want to pay the respect with the work that I've done to tell this before just saying names. Yeah, I'm giving you the good shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> All that preamble, what does it mean, right? So what it did, it allowed me to look at the names that I'm hearing and to go, okay, what are we targeting for? And there's a couple of ones that he believes that we'll be aiming for, right? We need a linkman, right? We need someone that's ability to be able to flood defence and transition from defence to attack, right? That's generally a winger, and that's a winger that can hit a target. That's what we need, right? And he's got no doubt that that's what we'll be targeting, Right. Um, he also believes we'll be targeting an inside ball because we've got we can get exposed on the spread and also the inside contest, and obviously our defence. We need a we need a stopper more than an interceptor. We don't have one. It's, now Asprey's retiring. That's obviously all come out now. But um, Miller's been groomed. Hopefully he stays on the list. But we need that type of player, someone that can actually stand on a gorilla and guard that guard that area to allow our interceptors to do what they do. So. The good shit. First of all, we'll talk about Sarah. Everyone wants to hear what, yeah, um, yeah. we'll get to Tom Green and a few other ones. Yeah, We'll talk about Sarah first because that's the one that's present in, uh, in my mind on top of my list. I said very early on, yeah, we're interested in him and he won't be going to Carlton. And then 
Tom Morris and a few others came out and said, oh, no, no, Richmond's not in it now and he's going to Carlton. And I said, I think a couple of podcasts ago, no, 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 he's not going to Carlton, particularly because of the coaching changes and all that sort of stuff. And now apparently Tom's come out and said, oh, he might not go to Carlton because of the coaching changes. Um, because that is feedback that um, my mates who are recruiters and in the industry are hearing that, but we're not out of it. Nowhere have we said, put our hand up and said, no, no, yeah, we've moved on. Nowhere have we said we're, we're not going for it. We don't do that. I asked you a question with Tom Lynch. Did we say anything about Tom Lynch before we recruited him? Did we confirm any rumour about Tom Lynch before we got him? Uh, is, all, is, all the, is all the other clubs trying to stir shit up yeah. like in Collingwoods, et cetera? Correct. Yeah. So when we say zero, and even when we don't deny, when we say zero without any denial, then you know that we're still in it. So I, I still believe, as from now, that we're still firmly in the hunt. But, uh, Nick, I'll, I'll address that for I'll address that for example. Um, I'll address that in a sec. Um, we're not offering the money that he wants. So I'm going to be very clear and upfront and honest on that. We would love to have him, but we don't. We have a particular need that outraised the link, uh, link plates. We believe we've got talent that we can back in and develop. So it's in relation to... But we haven't pulled away from it. He's still got a choice to make. And from what I know, as from early as this morning when I double-checked it before the show, um, again, this is from me asking, so they don't work for the club, but they're generally spot on. Have we got an official? Normally a player manager will say, no, no, you're not interested. We're not, you're not in the market. Uh, he's rejected your offer, whatever it is. We haven't heard that. I'm not saying we're in the top of the pecking order, but um, I'm 90% convinced he's leaving Freo. And he doesn't want to go to Carlton. So unless another club like Hawks or someone like that really fronts up the coin, um, I don't think um, I don't. You know, who knows? We're going to be sitting there. That's not a bad point as well. About if he does go, the, the asking price is going to be quite large. I imagine. I'm I'm guessing that they would be asking for two first rounders. And from what yeah. we sort of all can gather, we don't want to really part way with our first, our early first rounder. Yeah, we won't give we won't give we won't give our top first rounder away this year. There's no way that will happen, from what I've been told. We are we will happily give next year's first because there's a huge feeling that we will bounce hard back. So we're happy to give next year's first. Um, I know that as a fact. Um, our bottom first round, we're really remiss to. We really want to use that to trade up in the draft. Um, so. That's an option too, but if if Freo, if we if we said to Freo, here's um, our first next year plus our third round, would we'll do it. That's still a really good. Um, that's a really good draft hand for them. Um, so yeah, there's things at play. So yeah, we're not out of it completely. Do I think you'll come to the club? No, I don't, because I think we're really going balls deep into trying to shake shake the GWS tree. Um, that's what I'm hearing where we will make some. Yeah, go ahead, CB. Yep. That's what I was about to ask. So given that Kelly has triggered the part of his contract where he stays on for a billion dollars, yeah, are we now shaking the GWS tree a bit harder, which is sort of played a bit off with this, the Chera stuff as well? Yeah, full on. Yeah, from what I heard, and I got to confirm this later on this afternoon because I wanted to make sure I could mention the name. Um, and he's gone, yeah, we've never, never um, backed away from um, asking a question about Hopper. Um, 
As if they don't get at least a top 10 pick. Yeah, Snake, I'd probably agree with you on that. Um, yeah, but back on now, on, we've gone through Sarah. So, yeah, he, he's a probable if he's going to accept. With, oh, I can tell you Hardwick's met him twice. That's that's 100%, right? So, and Hardwick's pretty good good bloke. So, who knows how much weight that has. Um, and he will get paid when he's with us. Um, he knows what big of a club we are. So, who knows? All right, I'm done with Sarah. Anyone else got any other Sarah stuff? And then I'll go on to... GWS. Uh, get, on, get on the Giants, the tree yeah, shaking. Everyone happy? Everyone happy? Okay. Because it, it, it all correlates, doesn't it? The, like it I does. said, the, the Kelly triggering the trillion-dollar deal means something has to give because, as you sort of flagged a season or two ago, that the GWS cap space was already on the extremely tight end and they had to shed some plays, and that's only going to continue if they're, they're paying the big bucks. Yeah, Andrew, just on that, mate, met him last year as well as this year. And when I said met, I know that they're face-to-face. So it could be Zoom. It could be um, whatever. But I know they've met. So um, that was pretty – because that was the first thing I said. But that's how it got answered to me. Yeah, they, st- they still met. So, um, uh, yeah, so going on to going on to GWS, how it sort of got played out to me is GWS obviously did not want this – and I believe who I heard this from. GWS sort of were hoping that Kelly would not trigger his eight-year – Right, um, he did because um, which is a bit of a blunder, which is a bit of, which is great. So they've got Hopper at the moment. Who look well, any other club, he'll get eight fifty. Um, I'm surprised. Funny enough, Snakes here um, North isn't right into Hopper, but funny enough, from what I heard, he's too inside. Right, so um, that probably explains why they're not offering silly dollars, um, like Kelly Kelly level money. Um, but we've got a plan A and a plan B. We would love Hopper. We would make some things happen to get him if he was happy to come to us. Um, but if we're sort of at the conversation we're having is we can give you Hopper and we'll give you a first-round pick for him. Keep in mind Hopper's age. Um, he's played a lot of football at GWS. They've got a way up. Will we get a well, – yeah, exactly, Reese. What is he worth? Is he straight up first-round pick, whatever that is, 17? Um, yeah, I'll tell you about Taranto. I've heard that too. I've checked it and I'll, I'll tell you what I've heard that. <coughs> yeah, so Hopper, either first. And that's not been rebuffed, right? It's just we're not the only other club after Hopper. And Hopper does love the boys at GWS, right? So, but they, they literally don't have the money for him. And they won't have the money for him for two, three years. They won't let Taranto go, right? So that's not happening, CB. Sorry, mate. They won't let him go. So, and Taranto's on huge coin. They won't let Green go, the other Green. He's on huge coin. Uh, Davis is not contracted. And the reason he's not, because they're trying to fit him in and he'll accept biscuits anyway to stay at GWS. That's where his life is now. Uh, He won't be getting out of the club. So they have to, they have to um, sell to him that, yes, you're going to receive him less, but you can win flags with us for less. Now, he's looking at, that would work at a club like ours. Because we've probably got one bloke. If people talk about Lynch's weight, say two blokes, but we have to get Lynch in. Person homegrown at the club is one bloke, which is Dusty on Dusty Dolls because it's Dusty, right? I can accept that as a player, right? No, at GWS, oh, we want you to accept less. Well, hold on. You've got a billion-dollar man, um, uh, Kelly. You've got fucking Taranto on stupid money. You've got Caliglio on stupid money. You've got Green on stupid money. I'm a founding player. Why can't I get stupid money? That's 
Eric Achilles heel. Um, will he move? I reckon it's a genuine 50-50. The offers really with GWS if they want to push this barrel or not. Obviously, they're concentrated on finals. So this would be a slow burn, a real slow burn. Um, but, yeah, we've, we're in there. Um, definitely. And if we can't get Hopper, I know we've said to them, look, yes, Green, you can have him for another year. His money's less. But if you want to retain Hopper, we will give you a first round for Green. That's how much highly we rate him, which probably shock a few people. So that's with those two GWS boys. Taranto, I asked a question, won't happen. Coniglio won't happen. Um, yeah, he stuffed them up completely. We have given a really good 10, nice dangling hook for GWS and easy out um, of good currency that they will get for them. Um, and, um, yeah, um, come to us. So we'll see. So Hopper being plan A and Green plan, Green B. plan B. And this yes. is on the assumption that Chera either stays or doesn't accept our offer. So is, is, Chera, is Chera the ultimate plan A in the grand Chera, scheme of things? No, no, Chera's not the ultimate plan A. For me, it's the plan A, and I've sort of misread it here, so I'll put my hand up. The ultimate for us is inside ball winner. Well, I've sort of been consistent with that since get-go, but in saying that, our Optimus is green or a hopper if you can pry one of those two lot this year, not next year, which I reckon our likelihood of getting green next year is really high. Or if we didn't get him this year. I think GWS knows that. Yeah, mate. So you're talking inside ball winner and the yep. rumour did break. So talk to us about all things Tom Mitchell at Hawthorne. Yeah, look, first of all, we're a generator. And I've, Tom Morrison just made it up. I think he's on record saying he made it up. He just said it just makes sense. Right, and Richmond needs inside ball. It's open in the recruitment space that we need inside ball. But before I answer that, probably give the, the audience, you guys got any questions with the Hopper stuff? Are you happy with what I will we'll come back to your questions? So we will yeah, go back yeah. to keep, keep pushing. We can, we can keep oh, revisiting oh, questions oh, as we go. Yeah, okay. Um, sorry, my wife's put the heater on. I'm fucking sweating. Um, <laughs> Jeez, creepers. Um, Lips are going blue, mate. Got the blue UV light on as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got um, – uh, get me back on page, CB. What was your question again, mate? So oh, Mitchell. I just briefly mentioned Tom Mitchell, but then you yeah. were going back to another point before you addressed the Tom Mitchell question. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Tom Mitchell does anything in it. I think he wants to stay at all thought. He won't get the money elsewhere that he's getting at the Hawks. I sort of said when I first said it, the only way I could even close, they won't get a first-round pick for him. There's no fucking way. The only way I could see him being a Richmond jumper is if he, they accept the third-rounder for him, and they pay 80% of his salary. Yeah, because because that's, that's just, yeah, realistically not going to happen. It's, it's not realistic. It's not realistic to me as, as it's going to happen. Because I, I agree with you. It was just someone sort of putting one-on-one -on -one together and, and linking us because why not? And what's funny is run with it. He's run with it. Like, he's admitted that it's bullshit, but then he's gone, oh, but it makes sense. Oh, I'm hearing. And you can tell he's making it up. Um, but there's probably... He's planted a seed, see what grows for him. And sometimes something as small as that um, can grow, but we'll see. Oh, mate, Dale. Oh, get up. <laughs> Some of the comments. Uh, oh, keep them coming hear? through, folks. Keep them coming through. Talking uh, about, about mitts, stay on mitts. Um, Crouch, Matt. Um, I know we've got the call in there, but I don't think anything's going to happen with it. But Because he, uh, he's like his brother. He'll go for the money. But... He'd be perfect for us, in my personal opinion, if his body's right. Um, 
and he checked out at the club. From what I heard, and this is what worries me now to be huge red flag. So he's injury, yeah, he had injury, da da da. But with what happened to his brother and a few things, he checked out of the club. He's he could have played more games than he has. That's what I've heard as early as today, as late as today. Um, so that's a big red flag um, with a lot of recruiters that that's what they've heard. Um, but that's coming from the Crows. So it'd be trade with caution. So speaking uh, now, of the Crows, there's obviously hmm? with the retirement of Dave Asprey, it brings up the logical one of a delisting that occurred within the last 48 hours, Daniel Taylor. Hey, good day, Tugger. How are you, how are you champ? Um, you look on, on Tally, I asked the question. His body's broken, right? He's been really resilient. Um, but his body's broken from what I've heard. But, again, I'm not in the medical field. I could see this. I'm not saying there's any official asking. I know. I, But I know how our recruiters sort of think. If, if it goes towards the end of the draft and we figure, well, he's going to come for a 200, 200K, and he's happy to play VFL if he needs him, but just to have another balanced, experienced guy to support the developing backs we've got, he might be an option. But I haven't seen – I haven't had anyone, particularly my go-to guys, that said, Mick, yeah, yeah, we're definitely keen. So none of them have sort of said anything about, yeah, Talia. Yeah. I've had no one say to me, Talia, no. All I heard that when, I, when he first said, well, who would be interested? He said, no, no. We're all about uh, – we're all, we've got very – we're very aware where our list is placed. The only time you bring a 30-plus-year-old in is if he's an absolute superstar and it's for an immediate need. We do have key backs developing in the VFL and there are a couple of good defenders in the draft, right? So – and we believe with Bolter back, with Broad yeah, back. Broad, season, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, Grimes, Vloston, Mansell, who's really strong one-on-one -on -one defensively for a small medium – Plus, if we fix our wingers, it's all relative. If you fix your wings, yeah, they'll defensively roll back, which again shore up your defence, um, and which again you know improves your mids. So that's yeah. I don't see us targeting the back half in trade draft. Yes, trade no. And like we sort of said, it's the compounding injuries to the same line for lengthy periods of time that probably did expose it as a weakness. But I mean, you'd like to think we can't be that unlucky to cop those same kind of. Injuries yeah. two years in a row, but I mean, you still got Garthwaite if he stays on the list who can play. Miller's a little bit unknown, but we know he's a defender, so I, I agree with that. Unless, yeah, he was a, an out and out gun, there was probably no need for it. Um, we're gonna trade for a mid or a winger. That's I speaking of mid, speaking of that position, I have a feeling this next name probably fits into one of those categories. Narkle is being played quite a lot in the chat. I know we did mention him a little while ago that we were all pretty yeah. strong on the fact yeah. he might be coming over because of his uh, relationship with Bolton and Rioli and all that kind of stuff? It's not just that he's – demographically, he's he's a top guy that can put on size. He's, well, he's got decent size to him. Um, he's very quick on the burst. He's inconsistent as fuck, right? But that can be developed um, if given game time. There's some, some players only get better the more senior football that they have. Um, and we believe he's that. We believe he's a stack mole. Stack motors on in the VFL, but really shines in the AFL. We believe he's like that. Um, we're into him, but we're not the only club into him. But I heard you got WA is really making a strong push for him. Um, we're in the fight for him, though. Um, I'd be surprised if he didn't choose us. He won't stay at Geelong. I'd be gobsmacked if he stayed at. It'd be a complete flip. 
Um, but I've heard WA's come out in pretty hard Frio. Uh, even even West Coast, even though their cap is fuller than ours, um, are pretty keen on him too. But I reckon we've done enough. Um, but speaking of speaking of mids to re-traded in mids, um, the Wallace noise is not going away. I mentioned him at the beginning of the year, if you remember. Um, Wallace as a as a as a bridge to allow our younger midfielders to get that step up. Um, and he can he can um, he's an elite inside. Getting contested possession, his KPI on that is fucking straight through the roof. Um so he would be perfect um, insurance in relation to, you know, injuries or anything like that we might have. Um, yeah, no, he, he's, he is and he isn't. Caddy's never been good as inside mid. If you look at his history with Cads, he was never an inside midfielder. That's why we pushed him forward. If you remember when he recruited to us, he wanted to play midfield. Um, yeah. But he's not. Yeah, they, the only similar look is they're both weird-looking dudes, similar height. But Wallace is, dead set, an inside elite ball winner. He was not a superstar. You know how best way it was described to me? He said, Michael, how do you rate McIntosh as a winger? And I said, well, I love him. He goes, yeah, that's Wallace as an inside mid. Just think of him as a McIntosh that can play inside ball. Yes, he's got weaknesses, but he's fucking really good with his one wood. So he won't cost much. Um, and, yeah, if he if he gets – if he um, and the Bulldogs are happy to – Take it, give him to a home. And the other guy that I mentioned, which actually excites me because it fits our age demographic. Exactly right, Rock. Yeah, exactly right. I and he's we need inside. So and he's and he's um Do we he's ever. Jesus. That, and he's not that bad on the spread. But there's another young kid at the dogs. I mentioned him. I think I was the first person to mention mention him. What was his name? Lipinski. Oh, Lipinski. Someone actually sent it through, and I, it did catch yeah, my Lipinski's eye. Lipinski's come up a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, I mentioned Lipinski fucking in the last trade show, but even before the year started, that was a name that I heard that we were looking at in relation to how he's developing into dogs, how he's not getting a game. We like his outside work. He's something that we need, and we probably think we can develop him as a wing. He's a really good kick. He's got penetration in his kicking. He's got a beautiful engine and can play outside, a little bit of inside. Um, so we like him. So don't be surprised. Um, we, we're definitely tracking him. So um, yeah, I wouldn't be um, I wouldn't be surprised. He's one I've got as a probable. I'll, I'll give you one that's been brought up. So Rioli's name has come up a couple of times. Is he looking to re-sign or? Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Um, yeah, the players on medium coin is how it's got explained to me. The players on medium coin because our TPP is tight. We've got space. Ashby was pretty well paid, but we've also got I think portions of the ranch money yet we didn't have to use at all. On Bolton, um, we always got a few incoming players that will be coming in, like the Narkles that not going to cost us overly much, um, and Stack's not going to cost us overly much. He's going to be heavily incentive based as well. Uh, the cap's going up slightly as well, so we, we've got room to play, right? And one thing about our recruiters, they're very switched on. Um, from what I've heard, is um, yes, no, constable, no, nothing. Uh, from what I've heard, is um, Players like Lipinski, um, Wallace, who address the need, uh, more on Lipinski place and Narcos place that we can develop as well. Um, they don't kind of cost us the, the earth is great, but if we get a major apple from a tree like a like a hopper or a green, we will fully invest in it um, trade-wise. Um, but, yeah, 
make no mistake, people will be trading. In, our midfield will be regenerated. We will get um, – I'll talk about Billings in a sec. I heard something that was really um, fucking off the presses this morning in the, my morning meeting that surprised me about Billings. Um, um, but, yeah, so in midfield, we'll be addressing it. We're definitely – the draft, though, people, there are midfielders in the draft that we're actively very keen on. And I mentioned a while ago that we hid a draft pick um, draft a, a player in a sense, hit our interest or hit whatever you want to use it. Um, yeah, so one of our first round, I believe, is the first round, and we're trying to push it down to a second rounder. So before yeah. your before your questions, CB, apologies to Tiger Tragic and someone else. If I've missed questions, is questions flying through? So if I do miss something, well, we'll, we'll, we'll take a bit of a segment. I'll try and get to as much as I can. After I'm after not deliberately ignoring people. Yeah, well, what we'll do is after CB's question, I'll stop and then I'll let people. We'll and just go through the questions and I'll try to fire off as many answers to them as I can. How's that sound? So people feel the love. Callum yeah, 772 is an interesting one, Tiggs. But before we get into that one, um, I've heard Josh Caddy to North Melbourne. Oh, I've heard the oh. Gold Coast. Yeah, people are saying he's, he's being delisted, he's going to be traded. I've heard something, and I don't want to, I don't want to mention it, but it explained when I heard it, it explained to me why it was the year that he had. And he's loved by the group. He's loved by the coaches. Um, and I would not be surprised if he plays a heck of a lot of games next year for us. So he's got one more unit. Con- he's contracted to the end of 2022, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Would, he, would, would that mean we'd close off an idea of trading him? No. If any trade comes, particularly where he's on pretty okay money because we got him from Geelong, if, uh, if it, I will provide so of this. If we get the op- opportunity to get Hopper, it's going to cost us a penny. Then, yeah, if I was Caddy, I'd get nervous. Yeah. We'll probably force a trade. But that's what I meant about harsh decisions. But, yeah, no, he's not just going to be cut and burnt. Some people will go in his, you know, we've got to just burn his whole year wage for nothing. And, no, nah. he's done nothing wrong to the club or to the coaches. I want to make that clear again. He has done nothing wrong. Um, okay, some, I saw some of the questions coming through. The name that's floating around a bit is CCJ. Do we know anything more on the status of CCJ? Yeah, I, I still think he's gone. I've, I've heard I was so 100% confident he was gone and then I started warming to the fact that, no, no, he's going to be playing at the club next year. But, yeah, but then I, I, I swing back to what I've heard all for the past 14 months. Yeah, he's gone. I, I seriously think he'll be going north. Um He'll be going to GWS. Um, I know Brisbane was funny. Another one has come into the play. I know Essendon's looked at him. Um, yeah, he's definitely got currency on the market. The one that really surprised me was the Cats. And then that fit with Narkel. And I'm not saying I'm going to swap the two, but there might be something. So just, just be mindful of that because Stanley um, is Ray Stanley. So... And Hawkins is not getting any younger. So there might be something, you know, we'll be able to do there too. So it's pretty, yeah, I still think 90% is going. That's interesting. You mentioned to see where he ends up. Uh, Troll was the other one. I think that's there's been a yeah, little bit I of think he's gone. Yeah, I think he's gone. To, I think he's going to Gold Coast. When he's saying that, hold on. Can we afford I to lose but is it a case that we would lose one or the other? It seems like no, we'd be no, it's not that. It's both. it's not that. It's just that we've got we've got Soldo, we've got Martier, we've got a couple of tall blokes at the club. 
that can play that. We've got, well, ruck-wise, we've got that base covered. And ruck floating forward, all teams have that. We're not going to lose out on that. Joel offers something unique, though. If he can, if he plays his 45 minutes, 30 minutes a game, he can create. He's a unique tall man. Um, I do know we would like to keep him, but we, we're no closer paying the money that anyone else is paying. So that's my rider. If he stays, he's a clubman for life for me because he'd be accepting way-unders. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, it's okay. It's I just don't see it happening. And, and CCJ, no, he'll get 18 games next year at another club. CCJ, I think, is one that we sort of spoke about earlier on that it's not so much that we don't want him. I think we very yeah. much want him, but the offers that he's going to be getting from other clubs is going to be far greater than what we can yeah. offer. And if you're a young man of his age, you never know how long you've got in footy. If you get a chance to look after yourself and guarantee yourself some game time, it's it's probably, if you're his manager, it's probably in his best interest to seriously consider taking it. And, you know, it is, it is what it is, if that's the case. But losing them both would be an interesting prospect. I know we've got the other rucks there, but... Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. Yeah, uh, pixel, pixel players, I'm not sure. I'll probably picks for next year is probably what we'll look to do um, from what I've yeah, heard. Yeah, I think this year's picks we seem obviously very keen on keeping as much as we can. but um, And we can't use them all. We don't have the spots. While tr- so we're going to be try- We're going to have to trade or roll them in. Um, what's great, we've got the ability, from what I got told, we've got clubs desperate to um, trade down, funny enough, because they need points more than they actually need their number pick. If that, I'm not a huge in the trade and draft, but that's a, an option we can look at um, that's going to help us along as well. Um, as to Soldo, how he's tracking, um, I've not heard any someone tell me that he's not tracking well, that he won't be playing games next year. Uh, I reckon he'll be playing round one. He's a, he's a huge part. Uh, a few people have mentioned Pickett. This is the first I've kind of heard of anything about yeah. the possibility of him not playing. I said to everyone, I think it was two podcasts ago with Picker when he was getting in the room and stuff, and I tried to kill it off. I said, mate, it's lockdown. I seriously think it's as simple as that. He's got family stuff. Um, it's really affected him. Not, um, it's really affected him and his family from what I heard, but it's all I want to say. I'm not into talking about players' personal lives and stuff. It's nothing malicious about it, but what will be will be. That's all I can say. Fair enough. Um what else have we got here? The other question, I don't know if you want to do this now, if you want to do it later, but there was, you spoke about, I think you put it on Twitter as well, a West Coast player that was yeah. potentially looking to come back to Melbourne, not necessarily to us, but just to, to look to come back home. Yeah. Yeah, it's Gaff. Um, West Coast know exactly where they're at. Um, and they've actually put him on the market. And before, I don't know if you've got anything else to add to that, but I remember on one of our shows a couple of years ago, before he signed his long-term deal, that you mentioned his management did approach us when we went in to take him because we were going after Lynch, I think it was, at the same time. Yeah. Um, So that's interesting that he still wants to come back home. And like we said, not not necessarily to us, but um, look, if he's happy to take unders, you'd you'd ask the question, (laughs) but I I don't think that'll be the case. No, I don't think you'll be at Richmond, but I do know he's – I do know he's um, – like, if money wasn't money, if they were doing it for free, he'd come to Richmond, right? We're in that high regard to a lot of the um, players outside. Um, but, yeah, no, Gaff was the one. And, yeah, it's sort of, um, yeah, thank you, Lee. Yeah, no, I've, I've, got, I've got a few of my friends that are in physical development and they're all saying solos off the charts. So thanks for backing that up. 
Um, but yeah, he's um, yeah, he's definitely it's Gaff. Um, they have to regenerate their list, and don't be surprised if a big name drops at WA. I actually heard Darling. Now I haven't put any Darling or Kennedy. I'll fucking sell them back to Colton. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, one of those two, you know, one of their calls. So watch this space with West Coast. They can really fuck this off season up if they if they destroy their heart and soul while uh, letting go. Yeah. A favourite son. So it's going to be interesting to see how they play it. Any forwards on a radar? Yes, funny enough. There is. We <laughs> need... <Full> stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, quality quality small we're looking for. A, a good quality small. It's one of the reasons why we sort of preemptively put Rioli at the back half. I thought it was just for form. He said, no, no, nothing's, with, nothing's reactive with Richmond. It's all pre-planned. And that was nice to hear. Uh, a rival say that. So they reckon we're, they're actually reckon we've, um, now I haven't had this confirmed by my uh, my main mate, but they reckon we've been into billings. So all I'll say is just watch his space. He's happy to accept unders. Um, and they reckon we've been into billings. They reckon Hardwick loves him. And they reckon we can give, we'll be a perfect fit for him. Um, so, yeah. Is it going to happen? Who knows? But Billings is someone I've heard would fit seamlessly in our forward line. So then the, the question becomes to the masses, do you prefer Billings over a Castagna or Arts? That would be an interesting yeah. discussion hey, to well, be had if it was to eventuate. I love Castagna and Arts, but none of them are fit enough to wipe his ass. Talent-wise, this guy's got – and he's been playing injured, which is a huge plus in relation to a character of a guy. He's been playing injured um, all year at the Saints. And copping it, being used as a scapegoat and stuff. So, um, yeah, I've heard, I've heard if he comes at the right price, Billings is something to – yeah, so who knows? If he can't get the – if our price is too low, then he doesn't come and he stays at the Saints. But I know we do uh, – Dimmer loves that type. But will we get all the names I've mentioned now? I don't, don't think so. Um, Sydney's a funny one. They're squeezing out of the cap. If we can get a good player from their very – you know, we've heard the names – I'm not saying they're all being come through my desk because, Mick, we're definitely going to. That will come closer um, when our season's finally finished. So we will do another show maybe a week, the, the grand final week. We can do a show then if you like. Um, quickly do a, a probably end up run. Scene. But, yeah, Sydney, I wouldn't be surprised. But the ones I'm really super confident on, obviously, Narkel. I actually think Lipinski is more – something might happen. I really do – Think that if we miss out on Sarah, um, I seriously think though with Sarah, we're not as dead in the water as people think. Um, and I actually think Wallace will happen. Okay, because that is interesting. Cause, yeah, a lot of that hasn't come out yet, so it'll be interesting to see uh, if and when that does eventuate. Um, now they're not sexy names, but you've got to keep in mind is what those players are. We've got two development players that are hit, hit our age demographic, Nathal and Limpinski. We've got a, a senior player who's really good to support Prestia and Cochin in the short term and support RCD and the people we've got. Um, and we've also gives it enough time with the quality young kids we bring in, midfielders, A-grade talent. Do not rush to play straight away. We can develop them properly. And once last year, there was a young kid from – there's a young kid from um, Carlton, um, O'Brien. 
Don't know much about him, but his name's come up a few times as a winger. We just think he's been poorly developed. Apparently, he's a really first high first round pick. We think he's just been butchered at, at the Blues, and we think if we get him for nothing, could be as a rookie. Could be if he gets the listed, which it looks like it might be from the noise. Here's another one we'll have a look at. Just before your question, CB, the interesting one about the Bulldogs is they need points to get Darcy as the father son too. So that's another interesting okay. factor that comes into play. So yeah. there's maybe reason for them to need to offload players to get in other picks so they don't burn an early one on him. So you go, CB. I've actually forgotten my questions. I got listening to what he was uh, what he was uh, saying before. So that's all good. It'll come back to me. Uh, a lot of people have asked if we know anything more about Hawley. Now, we did speak about it a little bit on Monday night. Um, the, well, he definitely wants to keep playing. Dimmer played the straight bat with the, yeah. we, we'll, we'll make our list decisions in the due course as, as he does as a coach. But Yeah, it's exactly what I sort of said um, last potty. I, I think he'll only stay on if it's to our what we need him to do. I don't think he's going to be playing 18, 22 games next year. Yes, yes So what balance do you reckon we're going for? So we've got we know we've got six picks in the first forty five and so we might have say eight or seven picks all up in this draft upcoming. Are we looking to bring in two to three players and draft in four and maybe let three or so go? Or how are we how are we looking to do this? Yeah, good question. How I get from and what now, my other mate, no, he, this is his forte. And what he seems to think that we'll probably bring in two two players. So let's say Narkel, um, and now, again, this is spitballing. Let's say we miss out on Hopper and Sarah and that. We'll go Narkel and, let's say, Lipinski, get them in because they're proven depth talent that we can develop, but they still offer something and they fit our age demographic and they won't cost us much. They reckon we'll try to trade on to bumble up our bottom first and either – one of the bottom seconds or the bottom third, or whatever in that mix, to try to trade up that pick to a higher pick, yep. right? And then we'll use that two first-rounders, so a better first-rounder and our top first-rounder um, in mid one midfielder. And funny enough, the one that surprised me, one defender is what I'm hearing. So a midfielder and a defence. Do you um, think we'll get involved with the Collingwood all in any way? Because Pies need points to get Dacos, and they've got no picks. Are they a type of club that we could try and bundle or do something with, or...? I don't see it. I see the Trelaw thing really fucked our relationship with Collingwood. People, We don't forget, and they fucked us. Let's not make no bones about it. Collingwood, we've got Grubby Allen, bent Richmond over and fucked us in the ass. Excuse the language, but they did that. We don't forget. Now that they need help... I doubt we'll go to them unless they offered us something stupid like, all right, we'll give you – they don't even have a first round to do they? No, they've got nothing. That's what I'm saying. They've got nothing. They need 1,500 so, points to get Nick Dacos, who's a top us, 10 talent, probably number one Give talent. us Dugowie. Give us fucking Dugowie, next year's first rounder and your fucking whatever top pick you have, and we'll give you two fourth-round picks. No, that's our they need bag. Relief. They need cap hmm? relief. So whether, whether there's one that you can shake the tree there and get for – for, you know, we don't have the cap space to cap relief anyone, I don't think. Okay, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. That's why I mentioned his name, but um, Bath Bath B A F L D. That's why I actually meant it as a surprise. Um, I've just heard his name, I don't know which type of player it is and who it is, but I've heard his name a couple of times, so that's why I just threw him out at the end there. But um, I re- 
distinctly remember Lepa saying it. So I wouldn't have mentioned him if I didn't keep on hearing his name. So if someone is a rookie, I'm not saying it's a fucking straight in the list, but it might be a rookie, might be put him in the VFL for a year. Um, here we go. Crane Brown. Wash your, mouth. Wash your mouth out, the Richmond journey. Wash your mouth out. We will not take Maynard. No, we're Jeez. not going to take Maynard. <laughs> and you've got um, Quan Brown bus life. Yeah, he must from be from that other website. Oh, I haven't got that yet. Uh, I'm getting there. He yeah, likes to write in caps. Uh, he seems very You can always, always know a person that they're from um, the court out if they do caps, you know. And Quan is no longer partaking. <laughs> And the thing is, is I don't know how more specific I can be. I, I don't know how more specific can I be. I can't say. I'm being pretty. I, I, I think I'm making it clear which ones I think are going to happen. But I can't say they're 100% going to happen because I don't fucking work for the club. I don't know how much IQ you need to actually get across that bridge to understand that there's no motivation for me to bullshit. If I was bullshit, I would have been right. Anyone has been involved in recruiting at any level, doesn't matter if it's local, footy, local, what have you. You throw a lot of darts out there in the hope that two or three will bite. So if you think we're yeah. just talking to four people and that's it, you're just dickheads and you do not understand how the system works. You talk to as many people as you can to bring talent into your club or lift rocks to for future trades and things. So uh, Warren, just on I'm your question, you. mate. You. Just with your question, yeah. I think this year will change. We normally go best players available, but we are definitely going to be targeting. It's going, yeah, we're definitely targeting. An area of weakness, which is like as I've said, midfield, uh, and then I'm surprised only was defence. I thought it would be wing, but midfield and defence. That's how I see the the draft playing out. A few play, a few players, a few uh, viewers have put up Ricardi's name from, from GWS. Have you yeah. heard anything about him? I've heard his name, but not linked to us in any other than rumour. I've, I've I've definitely heard his name, but it'll probably be going to another club. Um, yeah, not definitely linked to us. Uh, Mido. Was there any word on Tom Lynch from Adelaide? Nothing. Nothing on Tom. Uh, Delisting is Tom Lynch from Adelaide. I'll spew up microwave my membership, kick my dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't be a fan if that happened. Um, Delistings, do we, or even other trades? Someone mentioned earlier, (laughs) say if we are hypothetically getting in a narkel or a a Wallace, someone of that ilk, someone like a Jack Ross probably going to find himself in the outer. Well, he's found himself in the outer now. Like, I think what we've said, we understand that, like I sort of said at the start of the show, certain players haven't progressed to the level that we want. I'm not saying Rossi is. I haven't had the club. Anyone at the club tell me this is what I think, just to make it clear for the slow people among us. Um, so a player like Ross is a perfect example of that. If he, um, I'm sure the club would like happily um, facilitate a trade for him. Um, if we can get something that will help the club in return but also help the player, we've done it in the past, we'll do it again. Um, but, yeah, Ross is not like someone that will demand we have to keep his spot in. You know, he, he hasn't been in and out of the side. Uh, in some 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 good games, like Nash is another one, which breaks my heart. Um, I'm, I'm really worried for Miller, though I think we might keep him because of Ashby's retirement. I'm hoping he gets a crack because I, I rate him as a talent. RCD, yeah, great, Bobby. Thank God. Someone mentioned his name. I was waiting for it. I did a lot of digging on RCD. To be open and honest, I heard that he wasn't. there was a, a relationship fracture with RCD. He wasn't happy uh, and all that sort of stuff. The Sydney went was in, into him in a big way. Um, 
And, yeah, from what I heard, put me at ease that he should stay at the club. A lot of that was, yeah, there's some truth to the smoke, but, um, no, he'll, he'll be at the club next year. Yeah, I will take that deal, Sturge. Um, a lot of people are asking about assistant coaches. Obviously, we get 100000 back in the cap after Kebabgate finishes yeah. up, which has probably hurt us quite a bit this year. I know we, or you mentioned a few weeks ago, about would be nice if Chris Newman come back. I know CB we've spoken about would Clarko come back or not come back, sorry, would he sit alongside Dimmer and help out? I'm not sure whether we could fit the, the two egos in the same coaching that. box. We, but, we uh, need to no I'll see you more of a like a director of coaching, not to actually coach yeah, but yeah, yeah. Or a consultant. Be smart, they need to pay the tax. Just bring someone in, pay over the soft cap, stuff the AFL and spread the load and bring in talent because we've lost your fitness and conditioning coach to Sydney. We lost Flybags. We lost Lepich. All in one hit. Add to the year before, we lost Carousella. We need to bring some talent back into that box to assist the guys um, currently, is my take. Like I said, like I said really early on, um, we will be bringing a Richmond, um, uh, Richmond coach back to the club this offseason. I have not – who it is? Is it Newman? Is it Grigg? Is it – I don't think it's Greg. I think Geelong really rating, but who knows? But Newman, whoever it is, will hopefully be coming back to the club. I think we'll be coming back to the club. We definitely will be recruiting. I think I've heard two spots, two assistants will be coming to Richmond. Good. I think Greg's probably too fresh out. Like they've not had enough that experience another club to come back. Maybe I'm wrong. I know he's a he's a very smart operator, but Newman would probably fit the bill a bit more logically. Yeah, if I had to. Well, there's also Knights is the other one. Would love, would love the Geelong IP, mate. We would, I could. It's a very tiger thing to do. Bring Knights back because they did it to us with Greg. Bring Knights back and say, okay, how are they doing this? What has Hocking done for you know whatever, you know they do. But um, I can see us doing that because you've got to understand we've got a couple of highly rated um, assistant coaches that might be senior coaches next year. Well, yeah. Correct. And we have to replace him. Yeah. That's a good call as well. I think I mentioned him not long ago, Paul. Dean Solomon is very, very highly rated. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't rated. actually been – I'm surprised he hasn't been mentioned or linked to maybe the, the Carlton other one. job or something like that. The other one. The other one is Prescott. I've heard his name. Ashley Prescott. Really highly rated in the AFL industry, though he's no longer um, in a senior side like Dean. But, yeah, it's very highly rated. There's a lot of love for NIDA in here, which is nice to see. And apparently McCalter could be on the way out too. If Okay, there we go. There's yeah, I heard that to play a lot, of, a lot of shares shifting around. So let's see how we go there. Um, were there any other names that you want to share or that whether it's Richmond-related, other club-related, was there anything else no. that we've missed or if anyone's got any other questions, feel Feel free to send through. Yeah, anyone with questions, I'll take them. Um, I'm happy to do that now. No, generally, I'm happy with the names I've said now. Again, for idiots like that one before, not once have I said they're a lock, right? Because this is different. Some trade periods, I'll say, yeah, Lynch is a lock. It's happening. It's a lock. Shady's going to be traded. Yeah, Hampson's coming. It's a lock. Yeah, Prestia's coming. It's a lock. But with these ones here, I do know that we're going to try to check. Oh, I'm not going to repeat what I've said. This is our, what we're doing at the moment. Um, will it work? Who knows? I've, I feel it will. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, what about Gold Coast players? I know 
you uh, you called it was it Ainsworth that we yeah. that you spoke about and CB tried to shit can you and then you know a few Everyone's days later came comes in. Out. <laughs> yeah I had like that flog <laughs> the top the caps and that other website fucking all say I'm you know stupid wog and I'll make it all up and then it comes out that yeah he's not happy and then all the problems and yeah so no no not to Richmond what I what I hear what I focus on at the beginning just to let people know my thought process beginning of the year I, I just ask about anything. So we'll have a wide pool, so I might mention other clubs and stuff. Then I narrow it and try to focus it closer towards the end of the year. You know, I focus on the best club in the world, which is Richmond, with the best supporters. So hence, that's what I do. No, yeah, Tamarant Tyford is not realistic. He'll be at the club. He'll be a one-club player. It would be a great get. He, he would be, yeah, but he'd be a one-club player. But look, uh, mate, you mentioned we don't get three. Earlier. Actually, can I say a lock? Can I say a lock? It, it's your... Yeah. Balls on the line. I'm going to say a lot. My <laughs> leather pants. I'm going to lock this. I'm going to lock this one. If we don't get green this year, we'll get him next year. Okay. Okay. I'll You've heard it I'll do that. There we go. Yeah. Let's see if that's that's what will happen. <laughs> what? That sound there is my balls on the line. Yeah, very good. No, we like no. that. That's what these shows are for. Uh, Jay wants to know. Strongly. You mentioned earlier about that we need to fix our wings. Uh, what does that look like? Yeah, obviously, I, I automatically was lazy. So Sarah, it must be Sarah, whatever you pronounce his name, must be the one. It could very well be that we've got well, obviously got Hugo. Uh, we might recruit a kid. We might we've got Limpinski if we decide to trade for him, or we might identify someone in the draft that could really fit that role. So there's a few things we can do, particularly with the draft game we've got. Um, it's pretty open, how, but that's an area we we're going to fix. Make no ifs or buts about it. That's the area that we're going to fix, as well as obviously midfield and, and back. Uh, feel free to send through suggestions, Sturge. I'm happy to, <laughs> for someone to, to mock something up for that. Um, what else was... <laughs> Green is the doozy. There's a lot of doozy. <laughs> well, you've done it now. Done it now. <laughs> uh, another question has come through, which I've seen a few times. Will Cochin be captain next year now? Like, like we sort of said, none of us no, really know anyone at the club as such as this is going to be more of an opinion thing, I suppose, unless yeah. someone here has heard otherwise. But I think he will be. I think he'll play next year, maybe not with the plan to play all the games. I think he'll get his, his rest, but I reckon there'll be some kind of a handover period, maybe announced as early as before the start of the season uh, or maybe in between. But I definitely think next year he will carry on in captain. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Aston Campbell's mum's been telling trade secrets again. Oh, hang on. What if I missed another one, have I? <laughs> Why does <is> it... <laughs> um, Braden, have you heard anything about Braden Fiorini from the Gold Coast? No, I haven't. No, I haven't, which surprised me. He's personally one that I would love, but, again, um, I only mentioned what I hear. I haven't heard him at all. Fair enough. Um, any thoughts on replacement for Rewalt next year? Might be his last that's a good question. We've got um, – no, I haven't heard anyone either trade or recruit. Again, forward line, I heard we're interested in the small. Um, but, yeah, I haven't heard as a direct replacement for Rewalt, no. Uh, we'll I rate him very – Ray, Ray, can I so, just – I rate him hugely. And I got told he's not being delisted. So I'm hoping my mate's right. Who is that about? I was stressing. Yeah, I was oh, Noah Cumberland, about Noah yeah. Cumberland. Yeah, 
Um, so if we're sort of talking ballpark about Nark or Wallace Lipinski, yeah. as a as a gauge, what would you say the percentage? Yeah. Of I'd, I'd say Nark or eighty percent. I'd say Nark or eighty percent. Wallace around about sixty. Lipinski about the same as Wallace, sixty. It's starting to gain traction now. Um, Narkel's been consistent all year, right? Even last off-season, Narkel's not. We didn't go for him. And I said, well, that was obviously a bullshit rumour. No, no, no. Um, it didn't suit our need now, we believe. We want to see another year of him in, in, in their system. So that's how I sort of heard it. So um, I believe now he's gettable and his value's a lot less, obviously. So um, we'll see. Um, but Wallace, I keep on hearing him, so... Uh, Jimmy, the record for a trade show was a few years ago. It was when Dusty was going through the initial contract yeah. saga. I think That's YouTube had about two and a half, three thousand views, maybe even more. So tonight we yeah. have we averaged about four hundred and five live viewers tonight across multiple platforms, which is good. So we appreciate everyone for tuning in um, yeah. and sending for your questions, obviously. And I think, I mean, this episode will obviously grow as it gets to all the socials and different platforms, and people will go back and listen and all that kind of stuff. Um, before we wrap up as well, obviously our season's going to finish very shortly, uh, sadly, but we are, at the risk of speaking on behalf of the other two gentlemen in the room, we are looking at maybe even doing a, a sh another show, whether it's once a week, once a fortnight, whatever it might be, not necessarily about Richmond. It still might be about footy, but it's during finals. We've obviously got AFLW coming up, but it could be about just general life stuff, cricket, Formula One, video games, whatever, just, just something to talk about to engage the community with because I feel like in this this period of time where things are a bit tough, um, it's just good to have a bit of a laugh and a bit of a chat. So we might do something in the near future. Odds are I probably won't be part of it. I'll be having an off-season. <laughs> so I'll have a fair bit on coming up uh, over the break. My, uh, my other sport resumes, so I'll have a fair bit tied up and invested in that one, I'd suggest. But I might and, drop and everyone right. and give us a bit of love, you know. And we'll, chat, we'll channel with CB. I'll make sure I get all of his spar and advice and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll just read it out from a script, what CB recommends in beauty and skin, what's it, you know, the foliate the skin. I'll pass that on. We'll do a couple of the health shows. Johnny so. Skurlock just said, please not cricket. Let me tell you, for a bloke who hasn't played for over a year, was he fairly winding the leggies down? I might have slapped him a couple of times in the nets, but that's all right. That's between mates. But he was going all right, apart from when he had to bowl to me. He was all right. We tried to get groupie on once, and he denied. So that's okay. But no, so keep an eye out for another variation of the show that just might pop up whenever, just to try and keep engaged with the audience. And we'll keep chatting, keep taking the piss out of one another and uh, enjoying each other's company. So... <laughs> this is a good suggestion. Sorry, before I wrap up, we should do a, a road show yeah. <laughs> live feed from Michael Bob. Someone has approached me about that before. It, if I had the equipment to do so, and obviously COVID wasn't a thing, we would 100% do it. But, um, yeah, but the other problem with that, judging by the odd random weirdo we get on here, I'll probably get shanked halfway <laughs> 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 through the state. Just always start shivering me for <laughs> no reason. God, some idiots take it so personal. Um, oh, all I'm doing okay. is. I don't care if we've got one viewer or 400 or 4,000. At the end of the day, just treat this as a mate that hears shit talking to another mate that wants to hear the shit. And it's that's a pub it. show. Yeah, exactly right. That's it. Uh, appreciate I, I that, like Steve. I drink with most people on here, like we said. We've got yeah. a, we've got a CB. You went on last week, but it could be next sometime next year before a game, it could be during a game, after a game. We all meet up at a hotel 
and you know, and we just get blind with our audience. I'd love that. <laughs> get blind with audience. No, we'll definitely have a beer with everyone. I'd just be happy to get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> small steps, small steps. Yeah, uh, thank steps. you for that comment, Sturge. Drew, Drew can be it, without mate. a mask on, apparently, in Melbourne, yeah. you know, like for us yeah. to stick. Uh, yeah, I've, I've detected you your anti-Melbourne. We're people too, CB. Just let you know, mate. We're, we're you people know, too. Um, we're just want to thank you, Sturge, as well, for giving us the chance to start this up all those years ago. So I appreciate you and your support from the get-go, mate. You've been a, a mainstay of the show. Uh, where's JC? We mentioned a few weeks ago. Uh, the, the honest-to-God answer is not too sure, so he's just kind of gone a little bit missing. But we do wish him all the best, and hopefully he is safe and well. But um, thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in tonight. Very much appreciated. Uh, thanks for the information, Doc. Now, these shows are always interesting, and it's good to hear and see all the listener questions come through. Like we said, we're in it. We're just supporters like everyone else. Um, and like we sort of said, not everything will come off, but, you know, when Tig says we're interested in a player, history will show that that, that, that tends yeah. to come out. And yeah. whether it comes off is another thing. And someone wrote before, we, we probably can only afford to get two in, not three, and that, that would make sense. But it's... It's the fact that we're out there trying to improve our list, and it's just nice that we can we can hear it first. And can I just add this? Sorry, Sammy. This draft is a bit different. This draft normally, when we're shit and we're trying to improve our list, our target's pretty specific. So you can read the play really early, and the names like Lynch and when we went Prestiar, and then when we got Hanson and a few others, I could call them straight off the. Even when I called um, when I called. Um, uh, What's the kid that went? I just said his name. Was AT. No. Oh, Trelaw. Trelaw. Yeah, I was right on Trelaw before anyone. I said, no, no, no. Even then KB, because heads of agreement, I know what happened on that side. That, it's very easy to communicate. So I can give you guys 100% now this is happening. I can do it. This one, because we've got a good list, we've got issues we need to address. We've got a well-paid list. So we've got options. So what I'm trying to do is just, Throw names that I know we're having discussions with that we're keeping an eye on, um, and then we'll see what happens. So that's what you need. So yeah, <laughs> yeah just, as supporters, just as much uh, as supporters, if you're watching this, right? Yeah, we've probably named about six blokes that we're looking at or deal. You know, however it works. Understand if it is, is it a bad thing if we mention six people and we only land say Wallace. And Narkle, is that really going to be that upsetting for you that you land those two players and we draft more kids in? So yeah. just understand the show for what it is, right? It's yeah. it's an imperfect it's an imperfect science, right? We're just sharing. Yeah, Very I good. haven't no. heard that with Canelio. Yeah, I've heard that come. Actually, you old time. I heard that middle of the year. Asked a question about it, and I think it really stemmed on, stemmed from the fucking documentary. That's what I think it stemmed from. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it, this is how shit this shit starts. Uh, <clears throat> I haven't had anyone that I actually write tell me to my face, oh, well, virtually, by well, assuming Amy, I think there's weight on this. I haven't heard none of that. Oh, that's that's good. Hopefully we answered a lot of your questions tonight. Uh, I do apologise if I missed anything. I tried to flick, flick through as much as I can, but um, I think your rap was pretty com comprehensive there, Tiggs, and much appreciated. So... Thank you for your input as always and your hard work and your research. I know you do it for the love of the Tigers and the love of the listeners, which we always appreciate. Uh, CB, you and I looked amazing tonight. We played our role perfectly, held up an end. It says Elwood got Selwood, right? I don't want to be yeah, You've right? done that twice. You've done that twice now. And uh, 
uh, good to see that uh, you're still carrying on after your gig on Hey Hey It's Saturday with the with the sign writing. So that's Nicolette, um, percentage wise, I'd say it depends if <laughs> if he really he really wants out in the Saints, but they're offering him offered him a lot of money, right? They offered him a lot of money, and he still hasn't signed it. From what I got told, if our offer's not even close to that, but loves culture, playing group, and that money will come. Um, so percentage-wise, I reckon it's probably 50-50. I'm probably being generous on that. It's probably less than that. Because if no one, no one's actively hunting him, no. So he might just go with the Saints because they're really trying to keep him. So And it's easy to start a club than leave a club. But uh, I know this sounds like I'm hedging my bets. It's 50-50. I'll just say that. I'm trying to explain it for the freaks. Sorry, I'll, that's, I'll just say what I'm, I'm trying to make it simple for the weirdos. No, no, we were laughing at that. We were laughing at that. Someone told Tix to stop holding his breath because you're turning blue. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait to see you guys face to face. Particularly you, old Tiger. Particularly you, sir. Well, you reckon the shit canning will stop? But I reckon oh, so. it'll stop all right. It'll stop all right. <laughs> Uh, very good. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you whenever we see you next. And hopefully, the boys can get up on um, what a day we're playing Saturday, Sunday. Has that been confirmed yet? Whenever <laughs> it is. I want us to lose. Let's hope they yeah, lose. Get a bit of, better draft, draft in. Better draft in. Not all doom and gloom, folks. We will be back as a team next year, bigger and stronger. So, and watch the game on watch the game on Saturday and see Dave Asprey off. And there might be another couple. Yeah. Appreciate 100%. what it is, and just watch. See the boys out. Support them. Results are relevant. Clap them off. Fantastic. Yep. Yeah, good point. Saturday, one thirty-five. Thank you for that. Uh, absolutely. Make sure you watch it. And we will talk soon, everyone. Have a good night. Too easy. Adios, amigos.